what are their aspirations? What do they, you know, go into their beds in a way and think of what are they thinking when they go to sleep? What's worrying them? What's eating inside their hearts and their souls? And even if it's not things completely related to your brand, you might be able to use that information because you make it a person and it's easier to talk to a person than to talk to a number or a, just an idea. The Video Presenter Show Show what you know Learn from experts How to transform words Into great video presentations The Video Presenter Show Hello, welcome to the Video Presenter Show by BigView. We are here to help you transform words into impact by being the best presenter you can be. Learn valuable tips and tricks from public speakers and experts in communication, how to get your messages across more efficiently. Receive advice on everything from storytelling to social media marketing. It's time to take your presentations to the next level. And I want to welcome you for today's workshop. Thank you for joining us. So in this workshop, we will learn how to brand yourself or your business. And for this, I invited Aileen Ida. She's a branding and strategy and design coach. Hello, Aileen. How are you? Hello, hello. Thank you, Tal. How are you doing? I'm great. So thank you very much and welcome. This is Branding Strategically. So we're going to be branding strategically. These are strategies to build your business brand, personal brand. And we're going to get started with some definitions. So first of all, what is strategy? Strategy has been used all over the place all the time. But in essence, strategy is a series of decisions that you make in order to attain a specific goal. So it's like a container and you have all these decisions made up. And if you have the decisions made up consistently and within a certain inner strategy in itself, then it's a framework that will help you develop your brand in the easiest and most simple way. So I want to present you a framework for this creation of this branding strategy that I hope will be as clear and as clean as possible. And just one example so we understand what a strategy is. If you were to climb Mount Everest, for example, you wouldn't go in just T-shirt and shorts and take your water bottle. You would probably prepare a long time. You would take your GPS. You would be with a trainer. You would take equipment with you. So this is the kind of thing we're talking about. You make decisions previously. You know what to do in certain situations. So afterwards, you don't go overwhelmed because of all the different things you need to decide. So what branding is not? Branding is not pretty gift wrapping. Branding is not just the beautiful logo that somebody created with some very nice colors and flashy Instagram design. Branding is at the core, it's an action. It's something we do. This is what I call the grammar of branding. Branding is a verb. It's everything you do with your brand, with your business. And they're very much related. For me, especially when you're a solopreneur or a very small company, when you're starting a business, the business plan and the branding plan is, is the same thing. There's no distinction because the essence of the business is the same. So as I said, branding is a verb, is the action, is every point of contact you have with your clients, is everything you do. It can be creating, it can be creating content, it can be the design. Everything and everything you do is branding. Now, the brand assets are a noun. 
And what I mean by this, these are the things that are visible. These are the things that interact with the senses, with the clients, with your partners, within the company, outside with your suppliers, with everybody. This is the things, the voice of the brand, the colors of the brand, the logo, the style, etc. And then we have the brand itself. And for me, a brand, take for example, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, you see their, their ads and usually they're very full of life. They're very joyful. They elicit joy in you. So either you like the product or you don't, but the brand itself elicits an emotion. And this is the kind of thing we need to get to. And it's interesting to differentiate these different things because people throw them around all the time. And when you have an understanding of what each part does, like when you have a sentence and you know what the verb does, what the noun does, what the adjective does, then you can make a better sentence. So you can make a better brand this way. So if we would take one second and stop here, take out your piece of paper and your pen, pencil, and write down what's the one adjective that you consider that best represents your, it, it, it's an emotion, right? It's, uh, it's, it's, do you want, is your brand something that creates joy in people, peace, desire to help? Is your brand, you know, is it one to be, for example, anger in a way and, and develop this, like if you were in a demonstration or in a political view, you have a brand for that too. You know, you want to create anger against a specific enemy. You want to create a very peaceful, very centered, very easygoing feeling in your customer. So write down your one adjective and keep it on the side because I'm going to ask you a few questions and afterwards we need to go through all of them together. So now, like I said, we're going to use a framework and the framework I like is the framework of a tree. Why a tree? A tree is natural. It's something that exists all over. But if you plant the seed of an apple tree, you will never get a pear. You will never get a coconut. And I'm sure Newton is very help thankful for that. So this is your container, okay? If you think of your brand and all the branding like a tree, then at the very bottom, you have a set of decisions that are the roots that make it strong, that keep it together, that make it be who it is, okay? And if you define all of this very carefully, you find that you create a brand that is very easy to understand. It follows the roots, it follows the same trunk, and it goes out following the same exact DNA of sorts, okay? So this framework, and this is what we're going to explore in this workshop, this is something that you should revisit every year at least, maybe every six months, and you don't have to change it, and hopefully you're not changing it, but you're making it better, you're adding details, you're changing little details that make it easier for you even because you have more clients, because you've had more experience with it, or because you decide to take it on a slightly different direction. But the core of it should stay the same, okay? So we're gonna begin with the roots. And our first, first question is, you had an idea, a beautiful idea, and this is the seed you planted. And now you need to say, okay, what is it? What is your product or service? Can you explain it in the minimum amount of words possible? Can you say it as an analogy? For example, branding, I could use the analogy of a sculpture. And the, the sculpture is a piece of rock. And the person doing the sculpting finds 
the actual sculpture within this rock. This is what Michelangelo said. You want to find the words that represent what you do simply. Don't complicate it. So, for example, what job does it think of the client? What does it do for them? Is it helping them in some way? Is it taking out the pain that they have? Is it giving them an idea of how to move forward or giving them a framework like I'm doing right now of how to do something? So what is the job of it? Okay. So where you have the former, the other question about the adjective of your brand, can you talk about your brand without actually what you do, without actually saying what you do? And after we have our what, we'll move to our why. And why we are defining here our values, mission, vision. is like going very, 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 very deep inside. This is our purpose, right? This is the reason why we're doing this. This is the reason why we personally and we as a company, even if it's a company of one, you should distinguish there, but you should find that there should always be alignment in your own values and in the values of the brand. So... I am actually at the end, you're going to have a link for a newsletter that I created as a brand on purpose. And it has a lot of links there that you can go into more in depth about this, because I think this is one of the key aspects of your brand. And we're going to look at this in a high level and in a internal level. On the high level, I suggest you check out the UN Sustainability Development Goals. And these are as inspiration. Try to fit yourself into one of these categories. This kind of is like an, you know, the big missions of the world, like getting rid of poverty and all these things. And you don't have to exactly fit into one, but it's good to have this as a very big mission, vision of sorts. Okay. And on the other hand, you should look deep inside. What are your values? What do you really, really, truly value and what is truly important to you? Where's your, you know, your line that you want go over? And when you ask yourself why you're doing this, you shouldn't just say to, oh, because, da, wa, da, da, da. Whatever you answer, go one level deeper. Ask why again. Why is that important? And you answer again, go another level in deeper. Why is that second answer important? And keep going and try that for at least six, seven times. You'll have an answer there that it's at the very, very, very core of the the idea of the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And this is going to bring in light to this will bring light to your brand and make it so much easier to tell your story. In that uh, newsletter that I mentioned, by the way, there is a link to a book by Patrick and Temple. And he talks about this, about this alignment that you need to have within what you do and who you are as a person. And this is an interesting thing to consider. It takes time. And it's not easy, but once you cl you're clear there, the, you, you find yourself not having so much tension between where you want to do and what you're actually doing. And one example of this is that for me, family values are, are like top. I build my whole career around being able to be here for my kids and being able to be here for my husband and being able to participate and do a, go on holidays and stuff. So... I, you know, it's, it's very important when you can figure out where this balance is. Working hard, you have time, 
not working so hard or working hard in certain amount of days. All of these little things are important for you to consider at this point, the low, low level of your brand, because otherwise there's a friction and a disparity and a tension that you are not going to be able to bridge afterwards. Now we're moving to who. And in this who, we want to talk about who is our ideal persona. Our ideal persona is this customer avatar, or however you want to call it, is the one person you are serving. And I love to create here a proper person, not, not a type of person. And I actually always suggest to my clients, and when we're doing our the workshops I do, we develop this in very, 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 very big detail, going to what are they doing on a Sunday afternoon? What, do, what are their aspirations? What do they, you know, going to their beds in a way and think of what are they thinking when they go to sleep? What's worrying them? What, you know, what's eating inside their, their hearts and their souls? And even if it's not things completely related to your brand, you might be able to use that information because you make it a person and it's easier to talk to a person than to talk to a number or a, just an idea of, you know, people between this age and this age. And da, 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 da. That, that's helpful to a degree, but not completely. One idea, and you can always go to one of these personality type tests and just go through the personalities descriptions. You, maybe you can find there a persona and, you know, you put in more details, but it can be a very good idea because there's real people that follow in these categories. So that's just an idea of how to go about this, okay? And always include something fun. Don't keep it at the pain level and struggle. What did they do for fun? What did they read? Did they go to the movies? How did they do in the lockdown? You know, all of these things can be interesting to consider, okay? Now, we're talking here also about niching down. And niching down combines this who and this where. Niching is very, very important. I consider it a part of self-care. That's how important it is. Because you know, you know who you're talking to. You cannot sell to everybody. And the clearer the message, the clearer I hear it as a client, as a possible potential customer. You cannot talk to people in just general ideas. And yes, you can have a brand that has two potential types of personas. Concentrate on one. Start with one. Go deep into that person, okay? And find where they are. Now, to find where they are, there's a lot of different exercises you can do. One of my favorite ones is to consider the blue strategies. It's a book you can find. And basically, you look at how to look at the same market in a different light. Put emphasis on something that nobody's emphasizing. One example would be, I don't know if you've heard about Karst. They're doing notebooks and journals and all sorts of things, but they have an interesting thing. Their paper is done out of stone. So water spills, nothing happened. And it writes beautifully. I love it. So just an idea. I'm not selling it. I don't get any commission from them. But find the one thing that you're very, very, very different from the rest. And when you do this, you create your own blue ocean. You create your own blue strategy. It's where you go that nobody else is going in your own industry. Okay. Another way to see this is how Seth Godin does it in his marketing seminar. 
And he basically decides, you know, you have the usual four quadrants and you can do here many, many, many different combinations. So for example, somebody that does logos and logo design, they can decide to do it based on price versus tailoring. So price goes up, as tailoring goes up, price goes down as, you know, it's more, you know, done for you already. But you can go to different things. You can go for how deep you want the strategy to be, how, you know, how much time do you want me to discuss this with you versus how long this takes. You know, you don't have to go on price always. One of my favorites, for example, is connection. Connection versus depth of work. The more I connect with the client, the deeper the work it is. And so this is very, very important that you define what are the quadrants you're using. It doesn't have to be predefined. Industry is open to discussion, right? You can do anything you want. So if we stop here one second and consider what is your niche? What niche are you working on? With, or what niche do you think you should work on? And that's it. Another example, just to get your juices flowing, is photography. Photographers can do a thousand things. They can do studio photography. They can do only family portraits. They can do weddings. They can do events. They can do nature. They can go down to the point like Annie Leibovitz that does beautiful scenes with tiny, tiny, tiny newborn babies. So again, the world is your oyster. You can do whatever you want. You define what your placement in the industry is, but you need to define it. And you need to be very, very, very clear who and where go together in your niche. So make sure you're really, really, really finding this community for yourself. And so now we have the what, the why, the who, the where. This is all coming from the roots. The tree is established. It can, you know, get in all the minerals from the soil, get in everything it needs from underneath. And now we come to the jackpot question, the how. Why do I call this the jackpot? It all comes together. And it needs to be in alignment. You cannot bring all this together, like all sorts of pieces of different puzzles together. They all need to fit the same puzzle. And the how in the end is what is seen. It's all these things that have interaction with the senses. You have the brand assets, all the visual aspects, the colors, the logo, the type of typography, the type of image you use, black and white versus very colorful video versus still life pictures. You have your brand story. You need to, when you have all of this very clear, telling your brand story, it's a no-brainer. You know it. And it follows the same line. You can find here your brand voice. Are you a happy brand? Are you a very millennial type brand? Are you a very serious doctor-like brand? You have a personality. What's the brand personality? You can define here a brand like a person almost. And it's, it's fun, it's engaging, it can be very educational, it can be, you know, like imagine a teacher being your brand, it can be, and it can be very motherly and taking care of the clients all the time. And it doesn't matter, say you're a coach and the coach can be very caring or the coach can be very strict. The coach can, can be, you know, there's all these different things. And of course, people, it's a personality. Full. It's not one-sided, it's not black or white. It's a range, a range of emotion. But within this range, you have to be very, very, very specific. Okay, let's see. So we have now, we've distilled the essence of the brand. We found our meaning, our perspective. We have all these bases, okay? So 
if we look at all these things, you look at the, for the answers you gave to your questions, the adjective, the what you do, the values you chose, the niche, are they in alignment? Do they follow the same line? Or do they follow in different categories a little bit? Is there any way you can find alignment between them? Because in the moment you find alignment between these things, your brand will just flourish. There's no way around it, okay? Now, when you're working with a brand designer, if you're actually going ahead and designing a brand, you have all of this very clear. It'll be very easy for the designer to have their creative juices start going and find something amazing, very specific and very real to your brand. When you do this with, with just some ideas and they start asking you questions and you say, oh yeah, what, what I do is this and where, oh yeah, I think I'm going working on this market. This alignment is it, it's very difficult to distill an essence to the brand. And uh, I think as a solopreneur or as a very small company, the very essence of having this very clear helps you because all of these decisions are pre-made. And then when you're going to go create content or, you know, talk to your client or your potential client or your suppliers or whoever you are, it's very easy. You need to talk to your investors. You need to talk to, you know, go on Shark Tank. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's it, the story. It's a story. It's not all over the place. Okay. So when we go up, we have here this on the how. You have your sales and your marketing. And the rest of the tree is the products, the media, the content, or every single point of contact with your client. Doesn't matter how it is. It's all the services you provide. Even if you're a product, you provide services by talking to them and explaining to them. And even if you have a service business, you actually have a product, which is a course or a coaching session or something. So every single point has to have this idea and this energy of the brand inside and talking about the courses for example there it's, there's a value exchange when you exchange value you give the client the course they've purchased and they give you their money the course has to keep with the brand it cannot just be something else that you've made before it needs to find the way where it is connected to your brand that way the exchange is real okay and of course, you have your harvest here. You have all the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful flowers and all the beautiful and delicious fruits you create. And hopefully, you will just keep growing. And every year, if you go through this, you just keep adding and adding and adding strength to your tree. So branding is an investment. This is when it is done intentionally, with intentionality and strategically. This brings alignment and congruence to everything. It decreases your internal tension because you know who you are. You know what you do. You have three, five words to explain it. You can show it. You can make them listen to something. It will all sound and look as if it belongs together. It gives you a framework to make decisions. You can always, always, always ask of this framework all these answers that you've given to the questions. Do I want to do, does it fit or it doesn't? And... It is very, very easy to share. Share internally if you have other team members. Share externally if you're adding people, you know, of course, clients. And if you're adding people to your team, if you're just hiring out somebody, you know, even if it's a VA, 
if you make this into a document, very clear, very colorful with your own colors, the other person will very, very quickly get it. And it'll be much easier for them to be part of you and be part of your brand. If you're hiring out a copywriter, a designer for anything, it is very, very important that you have this clear. They're going to start with you probably there. But if you have it ready, even, even better. So keep it simple. Keep it intentional. Keep it fun. Good branding strategies are decisions made from clarity and alignment. They define the, defining the what, the why, the who, and the where allows your how, your assets, your story to be congruent and to be memorable. They give you direction. They give you focus. They give you balance. With every decision you need to make after this, ask if it fits with this root and with this core. If they do, then go ahead and do it. Recheck, iterate. But you don't have to recreate the whole bottom. And again, regardless of where you are in your journey, you must align with you, with you as a person. So you can actually be the same energy and you can choose then the speed of growth and adapt with ease. And we've come to the end. Great, amazing presentation. Thank you so much. And I want to thank you all for coming. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Video Presenter Show is an interactive space for entrepreneurs, business owners, marketers, and anyone who wants to improve their presentation skills. Big View is your TV studio in your pocket. The Video Presenter Show Show what you know Learn from experts how to transform words into great video presentations. The Video Presenter Show.